Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello. Stalin for time already. <laughs> On a two-hour show today. Coming off a three-day weekend. Hope everybody is all right. Hope everybody is prepared for a uh, Monday on a Tuesday. On a positive note, we're short week. We'll be all right. Uh, what do we got going on today? Well, it's a workday red zone, so we need to do the introduction first. Of course, you're tuned in here on the Ticket Radio Network. We always appreciate you listening in well all over your radio dial, but also online at 95.3, thetickets.com. And of course, you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and then searching for KNEA. Uh, if you want to shout at us today, same ways to reach us as always. Uh, but on the phone, that number is 9303776. And then on social media, Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to reach us. I am also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, or you can use the hashtag at WDRZ. Got the question of the day already posted for you. A softball of a question of the day, by the way. But uh, I am Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio by producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. So uh, we're here. Everybody's here. Made it through the weekend. Ready for a four-day work week. Uh, looking at what happened over the weekend, we'll start with Arkansas State. A great weekend for Bennett Pascoe as he's going to compete for a national championship. He secured his second trip to the NCAA Outdoor Championships by placing a 10th in the steeplechase at the NCAA West Preliminary Round. So that begins uh, not tomorrow, but the Wednesday after that in Eugene, Oregon. Elsewhere, the Diamond Hogs have punched their ticket to the NCAA tournament for the 33rd time in program history. Arkansas will be a two-seed in the Stillwater Regional beginning uh, June the 3rd, and they're going to open tournament play against Grand Canyon. Uh, elsewhere for the Razorbacks, uh, the Arkansas softball season is over. Uh, they lost on Saturday to Texas 3 to nothing in a winner-take-all final game of that Super Regional, but a historic season there for Arkansas softball. St. Louis Cardinals started strong in their series against San Diego yesterday. They won 6-3. Nolan Gorman, Paul Goldschmidt both hitting home runs. The team's going to play again tonight at 645 on 95-9 The Wolf. Um, Again, already mentioned that this is kind of a a softball of a question to get uh, the week started here on the Workday Red Zone. But I just want to get your best and worst best and worst votes for the weekend Uh, it can be sports or non-sports related uh movie pop culture whatever and then of course if there's anything you saw on or off the field that you enjoyed or hated uh that's all fair game too so not going to limit you too much in terms of uh whatever happened on the field or the course or the courts uh but uh, kind of just a big free-for-all to get the day started we've got some votes on some of the things that we've seen Looking at some of the bigger stories from over the weekend nationally, though, of course, uh, now we know who is going to be playing in the NBA Finals. It is going to be Celtics and Warriors. Of course, we knew the Warriors uh, had already punched their ticket last week before we even wrapped up the week of shows. Uh, Of course, uh, a little bit uh, different for the Celtics as they had to play play a a winner-take-all game seven. Um, Miami with a pretty furious rally at the end of that game to make things pretty nice and and dramatic there at the end. Uh, But the Celtics get to advance. So I believe it's the second time we, uh, well, I'm not going to say the second time we've seen this NBA final matchup because I don't 
really recall being alive in 1964, and I think that's the only other time these teams <laughs> met. But uh, but we'll get to see a matchup that we haven't seen lately, although both of these teams, uh, at least Celtics have the longer title drought between these two teams, but we've seen plenty of the Warriors lately, even though, of course, they have been down the past couple of years. Had a full weekend of baseball, some baseball drama that happened over the weekend that we'll touch on lately. And, of course, in college baseball, we've got this field of 64 out. And uh, we'll talk some uh, Sunbelt baseball with you coming up today because it was a really good weekend uh, for Sunbelt uh, baseball and, and the multiple teams that made it into the NCAA Division One baseball championship. So we'll get all caught up on that. Do you want uh, everyone to be aware of the fact that we have still got our gas and groceries giveaway going on? Uh, if you've put a little too much into the tank this weekend, if you took a road trip and it cost a couple extra dollars, or if uh, maybe you decided to have a barbecue or, or some kind of, of grill out, cookout, and spent too much at the grocery store, we're trying to help you out this week. Uh, because we've got our gas and groceries giveaway. We've teamed up with Gamble Home, Hayes Supermarkets, and Food Smart to bring you this giveaway. And what you can do is you can listen in the 3 and 5 o'clock hours for the code word. Once you hear that code word, you go to 953theticket.com. Click on the slider that says gas and groceries giveaway. Then you'll, then you'll enter that code word and also... Go ahead and uh, I think it ask for like your email address because of course there's got to be some way to contact you when you win, right? That's it. It's pretty easy stuff and that'll get you registered to win. Pretty, pretty cool. You can enter once per day, by the way. So listen every day. There you go. Uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause because there's a lot to catch up on from the weekend so we'll start throwing all that at you when we come back keep it right here with us on the workday red zone the only sports host around that has a dog named crash davis and when you speak of me speak well kara ritchie on the workday red zone Attention car buyers. Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Jonesboro has five 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokees WK body style. Discounted up to $4,000 off MSRP. You heard right. Up to $4,000 off. Brand new Jeep Grand Cherokees. Only at Fletcher Dodge in Jonesboro. This is a limited time offer, so you need to hurry. This deal expires at the end of the month, so don't wait. Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram is Northeast Arkansas and Memphis number one dealer. The best deal, the best selection, and the best buying experience possible. Act fast and save up to $4,000 on new 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokees at Fletcher Dodge in Jonesboro. There's one more thing. We need pre-owned vehicles. Fletcher Dodge is writing people checks for their cars every day. Even if they don't buy from us, we'll pay you top dollar for your old car. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Fletcher Dodge in Jonesboro. Fletcher has been your hometown Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer for over 20 years. Come see us on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro or shop online at FletcherDodgeChryslerJeep.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Brian tells us about one great thing about working for Northeast Arkansas Construction. Probably the family-friendly environment, the, uh, the amount of knowledge that these people can offer and the chance that they'll give anybody is amazing. On a daily basis, it just keeps, seems like it keeps getting better and better and better. 
NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565. That's 972-8565. Or visit NEArkansasConstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye, Can I Ride With You guy and hello, sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Hey, Northeast Arkansas, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. If you have property to sell, call me now. The real estate market is incredibly busy and we are sold out of properties to sell. Whether you have a home, land, investment property, a farm, or ranch, it doesn't matter. It's all selling. Our nationwide marketing has been bringing in buyers from all over the U.S. So call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159 and let me and my team go to work for you. At United Country Scenic Rivers Realty, we're uniting hometown sellers with nationwide buyers. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Should have mentioned this at the top of the show today, but it's amazing how one extra day off just can completely get you out of the routine but uh, we do have a guest today coming up in hour two it is two is it is tuesday uh so that means later on uh, in fact at 1 30 we're gonna get caught up with voice of the red wolves matt stoltz so he's gonna join us in studio and we'll very much be looking forward to that conversation in the meantime today we're asking you for your best and worst from the weekend this could be sports non-sports uh, Mr. A says uh, the best was that it was a three-day weekend, and the worst is that it's over already. I feel you on that. I did not relax as much this weekend as I should have. I did a lot of gardening, and nobody wants to hear those stories, so let's move on. <laughs> All right, I'll throw out a best uh, for the weekend, and, and one of those best was definitely Sunbelt Conference Baseball. Um, stop me if you've heard this one before, but this is going to be a pretty good league next year, and um, actually, next year it's going to be a phenomenal league. It's already a good league this year. And the Sun Belt went out over the weekend and placed four teams 
in the NCAA baseball championship. Uh, there's also, you know, kind of a bonus fifth team in Southern Miss who is going to join the league next year. And then Old Dominion, who is also going to join the league next year, was one of the first four teams out uh, of the of the uh, field of 64. So uh, that's that's a lot. You've got five teams that will be in next year's conference and then one that was right there on the cusp. Uh, Georgia Southern is hosting. I think it's the first time in there. I'll have to double check to see if it's the first time in their program history that they are or not. Uh, Southern Miss is hosting. And then, of course, the other three teams that got in were, were Coastal Carolina and Texas State. They were all ex- expected to get in prior to the weekend. But then the Raging Cajuns got in as well by winning that Sunbelt Conference tournament in Montgomery. Uh, looking at uh, how the Eagles were able to pull off a hosting gig, uh, just all season long they had a really, really good RPI. They lost five of their, five of their first seven and then just absolutely went off after that for pretty much the rest of the season. So a great season there for the Eagles. Gets rewarded with a regional hosting bid, and uh, they're going to be in that bracket with UNC Greensboro, Texas Tech, and Notre Dame. Of course, the uh, whoever advances out of that gets to face most likely Tennessee. So a tough test if you win, but uh, hey, uh, you got to play the games. Southern Miss is hosting as well. And again, you kind of wonder if maybe they can pull off a, a Coastal Carolina. Of course, Coastal Carolina won the national championship the day before they joined the Sunbelt Conference in 2016. So Southern Miss is kind of looking to repeat uh, what the Shauna Clears did back then. Uh, we mentioned, you know, Old Dominion, one of the first four out. There was a lot of speculation about whether or not they would they would get in. They actually had a top 40 RPI. And there's a lot of discussions around the country today about baseball RPI, how fair, how legitimate it is. But you kind of wonder if, if Louisiana's win might have cost Old Dominion a spot there. But uh, this league going to be stupid, stupid good next year. All of these uh, first-round games start June 3rd. So this tournament gets cranking up on Friday, and then they'll play – Regional action Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Super Regional start next Friday on the 10th. So, be good to see a team or two from the Sun Belt advance to the Supers. The most recent, most recent team to do that was Louisiana in 2015. Again, although Coastal Carolina won it all in, in 2016, they weren't in the league yet, so you don't really get to count it. Um, looking at uh, how the rest of this bracket shook out, does look like Ole Miss canceling on Arkansas State the very last week of the regular season did eventually work out in their favor as they made it into the field of 64 as they go and, and play at Miami. But you wonder what is going to have to happen here for Arkansas State baseball in the next few years to not become a league doormat and we'll follow back up on that conversation in just a moment but let's check in with miss lisa how are you today good i'll give my good and bad of course mine will be on arkansas razorback news okay but uh the good i feel is arkansas getting sent to stillwater oklahoma 
which is close, and um, to a regional that I really think if we can get our bats clicking, and that's it, um, we can come out of, and if North Carolina, we're paired up with North Carolina, so if they don't win theirs, we would get to host a super regional. Yeah. Now, you noticed I said if about four, five <laughs> times. So, you know, a lot of things have to happen, but it's not impossible. Sure. But I'm more worried about the Grand Canyon team than I am Oklahoma State or the other one. I forgot who the other one was. Uh, Missouri State. Yeah, Missouri. And they beat us earlier in the year, but that was a midweek game, and I don't even remember. I think we pitched McIntyre, but I, I can't remember, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I went to bed and slept since then. <laughs> and the bad for me is, of course, the Ruskin-Michael Turner feud that has developed and caused a lot of frenzy. And uh, they this morning I always get up at you know, I'm up before six, but I always listen to hit that line out of Fort Smith, and that's who Ruskin works for. Mm-hmm. And they had to explain everything. Of course, everybody doesn't know it all, you know, that keep up with it. So, but um, I was telling Cade, he's not going to get fired. He's just going to be on a short hiatus. And y'all know, being in talk sports radio, there's lots of times people say stuff at every station that they need a short hiatus on. I mean, sometimes people's opinions, and, and he he shouldn't have said what he said, but Michael Turner shouldn't have said, you know, Arkansas fans expect too much in baseball, and we do. Any SET, SEC baseball Cade, would you agree with me on that? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, we expect, we don't hope to get to a regional or host. We expect to be at one. And if we think we're not going to host, especially, uh, we get mad. I do. Now i got to go all the way to Stillwater, Oklahoma, which isn't that much (laughs) further. But uh, when you win, and ASU baseball, if they can never get it turned around, there's no reason they can't be doing the same stuff that uh, Georgia Southern and all these others out of the Sun Belt are doing. I mean, four, really five teams when you think about who's coming into the, uh, and Old Dominion got overlooked. Yeah. And Ole Miss got in, and I know you don't want to hear this, but they got in with their RPI. They were the last team in, and if they had played ASU, they wouldn't have made it. And I, I'm not going to argue with you on that. That's correct. That's why they did it. That's why they that's did why it. That's why they got even, in, and that's why they did it. And a lot of people didn't like it, but hey. Even a win would have lowered their RPI. Their RPI, right. So that's why Old Dominion didn't get in, because Ole Miss canceled. To me, it was smart thinking on Ole Miss's coaches. Uh, part and you know I told Kate Ole Miss could they could come out of that regional they're a good team they're just in a little slump but anyway that's my good and bad I had a great weekend and I'm ready for the regionals now thank you for taking my call thanks for the phone call today Miss Lisa 
I uh, I want to follow up on that, you know, Ole Miss and Ole Miss cancellation thing. On on the one hand, do I do I necessarily love it as an an overall precedent? No, because I feel like unless there is a significant reason not to, that you should honor your game contracts and play the games as they are scheduled. On the flip side. If I'm going to be mad at anybody in that situation, it just makes me more frustrated at Arkansas State. How do, you, how do you let your program get in a situation where your RPI is so low that even a win against you can tank your opponent's RPI? And that's where this program is right now. Or at least that's where the program was in the 2022 season. And Arkansas State's going to have to figure it out. You know, you go back to flashback to to the release that was put out last week by by the Sun Belt. You know, they had the Sun Belt meetings and all of that. And, and one of the things in the release, and I apologize because I don't have it pulled up, so I might do a bad job of paraphrasing. But the conference basically said, "Hey, we know we we can become a baseball superpower, and we're going to find ways to focus on on this sport and on softball as well, because those are about to be the leagues. Those are those are going to be two powerhouse sports moving forward." I am curious if, I don't know if they will, I'm curious if there's any kind of uh, gentle push from the league um, for for Arkansas State and for Marshall as well to kind of get their act together from a baseball perspective. Because there are, you know, there are seven schools in the Sunbelt Conference in the top 100 of the RPI. Two of the newcomers in the top 100 of the RPI. Some other schools like, I think, like App State and James Madison. I mean, schools that were just right on the outside looking in, like 113, 115, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then you got A-State at 230. You can't have that moving forward in a league like this. Nobody wants to see this team be the league doormat in anything. And this season, it was the league doormat in baseball. It was just, it was just tough. A-State is going to really, really have to invest in this program moving forward. Money is tight right now. I don't necessarily know how that happens. I also don't know how you continue to... How a program like A-State operates in the NIL era. Because what I mean by that is... Now you need money for student-athletes and still money for facilities. So how do you try and get both from your donors? Uh, Now, there's some donors that are not ever going to be interested in, in... being in a collective in paying student athletes and hopefully you can still go out and get facility and program donations from them but uh it's just it's going to be a, a little bit of a a tight spot but uh with uh, kind of circling back around again to to what is going on with with Sunbelt baseball and and just how good of a league it's going to be going moving forward uh the Sunbelt this year just this year with its current membership placed four teams as we've already referenced several times in the field of 64. So in terms of your your heaviest hitters in college baseball, you had the SEC and the ACC get in nine teams apiece. But the Pac-12 and the Big 12 just got in five. And then right after that, you had the Sun Belt with four, just kind of right on their heels. So things will change between this year and next year. You got players going all over the place. Uh, Rosters are going to look a lot different. But when you look overall at the strength of the programs in the Sun Belt, this is going to continue to be a very, very good baseball conference moving forward. So we'll see what that means for the Red Wolves. It's definitely going to be 
it's going to be interesting to see what kind of task, you know, Jeff Purinton tackles first when he officially uh, becomes the AD. The first day on, on the job, by the way, he will officially be the AD. He's already been named AD, but I think uh, officially his first day on the job is June 13th. And I would anticipate that a lot of the month of June is going to be getting caught up with coaches and student-athletes. Uh, sometime in there, he's going to need to hire a tennis coach because that program doesn't have one right now. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of, of some of the priorities, there's some right there and just kind of evaluating the program overall. Going to have to do a full-on financial uh, evaluation, a full-on facility evaluation. What needs are pressing? What needs can be put off for a couple years? How exactly do you figure out how to fund all those needs? So interesting to see what his game plan is going to be moving forward. Uh, a few other A-State news and notes to talk about, but I tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause here. And uh, when we come back, we'll dive into some of those. Butch Jones picking up a commitment from over the weekend, so we'll learn more on that when we return here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-o New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower, both new and and Prio New Holland CR Combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at WT WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. At Central Chevrolet Cadillac, we're celebrating 90 years of meter beat pricing and award-winning second-to-none service. And we just got in a new shipment of brand-new vehicles for you to choose from. And for Memorial Day weekend, you can get lifetime oil changes on every new vehicle purchase. That's right, lifetime oil changes. If you want to pick up something off our huge pre-owned lot, we'll pay the sales tax for you, too. But hurry, the best deals will go fast this Memorial Day weekend. Central Chevrolet Cadillac on Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com. You can't beat the outstanding lineup of lightweight, compact outboard motors at Max Marine in Stuttgart. A Tahatsu 25 horsepower with power tilt and trim and big tiller is just 4,200 at Max. Tahatsu 30 horsepower only 4,500. And Tahatsu 40 horsepower motor just 6,499. Looking for a trolling motor? We have those too. The Minkota Edge Foot Control 55 pound thrust trolling motor with charger is only $639.99. Come see our marine experts today or shop online at Max www.com max prairie wings in stuttgart the hunt begins here rice prices still up other crops down hello i'm scotty woodson on the eab ag network with your eab new market report july corn at 754 and a quarter down 23 with september corn at 725 and a half down 19 and a quarter july soybeans 1694 and three quarters down 37 and a half with august soybeans 1632 and a half down 30 and a half 
July wheat at 10.95 and a half, down 62. With September wheat at 11.05 and a half, down 60 and three quarters. July cotton at 139.39, down three. October cotton at 130.51, down four. July rice at 17.60, up 13 cents. September rice at 17.85, up 11 and a half. Moving on to livestock now. June live cattle 131.87 and a half, down 30. With August live cattle 131.80, down 60. August feeder cattle 167.10, up 77 and a half. September feeder cattle 169.77 and a half, up 47. And a half. June lane hogs at 108.30 down 210. July hogs at 108.40 down 332.5. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. Seeing agriculture at work all around us is like seeing hope in action. Farmers and Merchants Bank helps farmers and ranchers every day with production loans, equipment, real estate, and more. And we know finding the right lending expert is vital, too. That's why we now have our lenders and their areas of expertise right on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender, growing with agriculture. There's no doubt about it. Being informed is key in the business of agriculture. You need the best return on your investment, and we're here to help. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson with the EAB Ag Network. Each and every weekday, we'll keep you informed with the latest news that affects our region and market prices as well. Stay tuned for reports on this EAB Ag Network radio station several times each weekday. The EAB Ag Network, keeping local farmers and ranchers in the know. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Asking you today for your best and worst of the weekend, sports or non-sports. In terms of our KavanaughCars.com question, we threw out a best earlier and Talking about Sunbelt Baseball. I'll give you a worst here in a minute. But uh, before we get into some commitment news from over the weekend for Arkansas State, do want to mention uh, an event happening, well, coming up here in just a few minutes on the A-State campus. And uh, they are just about to get started with a retirement reception in Gina Bowman's honor. Uh, That's going to be from 1 to 2.30 today in the A-State admin building. That's at 2105. Aggie Road, but uh, Bowman is putting the bow on a 46-year A-State career. Uh, She has been working at A-State since 1976, and she's played a huge part in just communications at Arkansas State during her time there. Recently, most recently, the overall director of media relations in the Office of Marketing and Communications, but Uh, At some point in time, if you are an A-State sports fan, you've seen an email or an update or something like that from Gina Bowman because she served many, many years as the sports and information director. And in fact, uh, for a while there, she was an absolute pioneer in the industry as she was the only female SID in the country. Of course, SIDs wear many hats, but to put it in way overly simplistic terms, they help tell the stories of all the incredible student-athletes on campus. Uh, So Gina Bowman, again, a retirement reception in her honor today from 1 to 2.30 at the admin building at uh, A-State also. She's on this week's Second and Done podcast, so you can hear more from uh, Gina there. Uh, 9303776 is the number to call. 
best and worst of the weekend. <laughs> well, hold that thought because we did say we were going to talk recruiting news. But uh, but Arkansas State football, not no no worst of here. Uh, they pull in a commitment over the weekend from Cruz Temple. Uh, as uh, that is a uh, transfer portal young man that they are able to secure the services of. Uh, he spent last year at East Carolina as a linebacker and uh, committed over the weekend to Arkansas State. And I'll pull up his tweet here in terms of what he had to say about his commitment. I guess this was on, if you missed it over the weekend, which was a, a busy weekend, just quote, all glory to God, I'm committed to Arkansas State. I'd like to thank Coach Shalala, Rob Harley, and Coach Butch Jones, Zach Jancic, for this opportunity. Quote, let's work. Uh, he committed on May the 29th. So that was back on Sunday. Looks like he was on the Arkansas State campus. Of course, he has the mandatory uh, pictures posted in the A-State locker room uh, with uh, by himself, of course, with coaches and staff as well. So it looks like uh, he is either here or here soon. Um, he right, had a really good high school career, had multiple offers out of high school, including Air Force, Army, Coastal, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, and Navy. So he was in high demand around the Sunbelt out of high school. And I always like seeing, you know, military offers from a player. Basically, it just indicates to me that more often than not, they got their you-know-what together, or you're not going to be able to get those offers. So, again, Cruz Temple, the newest A-State football commit, C-R-U-Z. And, of course, it was move-in weekend over the weekend for Arkansas State football. So that uh, incoming freshman class, they are there, and uh, they probably already hit the weight room at this point in time. More on that in a moment. Let's go to the phones and check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up? How much are y'all? Good, you? Oh, I'm okay, I guess. Uh, holiday went way too fast. Always does. Yep, no doubt about it. Anyway, what's going on with y'all today? What's, uh, what's on y'all's minds? What gets your best and vo- worst votes from the weekend? Best and worst? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's see here. I guess best would be... Uh, well, maybe it's best and worst. Jimmy Butler plays the entire game, 35 points, and they end up losing. You know, uh, I feel for Jimmy. I think he's uh, – I'd like to see him. He's one of those players I think he gets overlooked. He's not a huge stat guy, but, yet he goes out of performance, especially in the postseason, Kara and Cade. And uh, I feel like he gets overlooked. But, uh, yeah, I hate the fact that he played his butt off and played the entire game and they came up short. You know, not that I'm, I've got a horse in the race here, but – uh what do you think about that series? I mean, I think I had almost no interest in it by the time it was over because most games weren't really close. Yeah, I mean, I didn't either. You know, I was kind of pulling for Jimmy though. You know, and the fact that he was his story's interesting too. You know, his mother kicked him out of the house when he was like thirteen years old. He was homeless. You know, I didn't have a, a roof over his head and all that, and and I always felt like he's one of the more blue collar players. Uh, but what do y'all think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's thinking right now? They're two former teams uh, playing in the NBA Finals uh, later this week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, KD. Yeah. I think I think they're realizing 
more and more that it's and not that they're on their own but but those guys wanted to be bigger fishes than they were in their previous places and they got what they wanted except just not really it's easier it it looks a little easier from from the outside looking in now they're gone fishing this is but uh anyways uh i guess top gun maverick raked in the money at the box office this weekend i would assume yeah anybody uh anybody have to go watch that or catch it kate you've seen it. i've watched it on imax thursday night it was awesome Kate, hey, please tell me there was no cheesy beach volleyball scene with somebody wearing cut-off blue jean shorts. Uh, there was a beach volleyball scene. <laughs> please tell me they weren't wearing cut-off Daisy Dukes. That's all. I mean, you know, the, the first one. Uh, I don't think they were wearing like cut-off shorts like that. No. Good deal. Yeah, they they weren't playing uh, Kenny Loggins uh, playing with the boys. None of that. Or did, did, did Drake uh, jump on and do a remix to you, it? You're so, asking for Loggins. spoilers here. He's he's gonna he's uh, gonna well, spoil I'm sorry, I mean, I'm just asking who was in the soundtrack. You know, come on. Do they keep the Danger Zone song? That's I mean, that Danger Zone and Top Gun go hand in hand. Basically. Yes, so Danger Zone is in the movie. Nice, nice. Anyways, all right. All no right, more guys. no more spoilers. No more spoilers. Okay, I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil for nobody else. <laughs> but I do want Mark. To, I do want Mark to call in and sing "Playing with the Boys." See you guys. See ya. Nine three zero three seven seven six. The number to call. You know, some of us have not seen the movie. I mean, not that I'm going to anytime soon. But I mean, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Nine three zero three seven seven six. The number to call. Uh, asking you again for your best and worst of the sports weekend uh, back to a state uh, for a moment though before we follow up on that conversation again uh, red wolves did pick up a commitment from cruz temple had all the uh, youngins move on to campus all the freshman newcomers some of the transfer portal guys move in day was over the weekend uh, so we got to see uh, videos of, of those young men getting on campus and get ready I'm, I'm sure it's uh it's weight room season um, in no time at all. They probably, probably as soon as those dudes got unpacked, they're like, all right, <laughs> get to the locker room. We got work to get into. Uh, but elsewhere on the Arkansas State campus, uh, it's uh, it's camp season. Uh, you can find all sorts of camp dates at astateredwolves.com. But then also uh, in terms of student athletes, really uh, you got one man left standing for Arkansas State, and that's Bennett Pasco who's going to compete uh, next week in the NCAA championships in Eugene, Oregon, in in the steeplechase, this was such a a close but no cigar week for Arkansas State track and field. Uh, Pasco advanced by finishing in the top ten in the steeplechase, but but in every sport, what you need to do is you need to finish in the top twelve. Okay, A State had three student athletes that finished thirteenth. Tough, 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 tough way to finish uh, the season. One spot out on the outside looking in. But uh, I think uh, a couple of those guys are, are underclassmen, so they'll have additional opportunities, but uh, but just just kind of tough. Again, 9303776 is the number to call. We've been throwing out our, our best and worst of the weekend, and uh, in terms of, of the worst, uh, USC football. Yeah. Lands on the list. Uh, Dumb. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, pretty much every brand, whether that is a sports team, whether that is a business, whether that is an organization, uh, is going to put up some kind of Memorial Day post on social media. And the intent is, the intent behind it is is always solid. You want to honor those 
who have lost their lives serving in the U.S. military. Honor, because that's that's what the day is about. It's it's a day to honor those who gave all. Um, most, again, brands, programs, sports teams, businesses, whatever, they will put out a quick message, but they will also put out some kind of a graphic. And USC did this. In fact, uh, they put out a post from USC football that said, quote, Today we remember and honor those that made the ultimate sacrifice to serve our country. Three American flag emojis. Hashtag Memorial Day 2022. Hashtag fight on. On the surface, it's all well and good. It's the graphic that is a little bit of a problem. Uh, had an American flag. Okay, cool. Had a USC helmet. Okay, fine. And then it had three jets in the background as well. However, those were images of Chinese fighter jets. Yeah. Yeah. So what did USC do? They deleted the post, deleted the graphic, posted a new one without the jets, just acted like nothing happened. Um, yeah, just if you're ever going to make a, a graphic for a brand or for your own personal social media, just make sure on a U.S. holiday you are not using military aircraft from a communist country. It's yeah, not smart. Not, not a, uh, not a good look. So USC again, just going to try and move on and pretend it didn't happen. But as we all know, screenshots live forever so some intern probably got fired over the weekend at, at usc uh i tell you what let's go ahead and take a break we'll continue our best and worst discussion and also check in on some uh, actual news uh kind disorder from college football today more on that when we return keep it with us on the workday red zone enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the ticket radio network I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Boston Celtics have had an incredible season. Five months ago, they were 11th in the East. On Sunday, Boston defeated Miami in Game 7 for a trip to the NBA Finals. Boston is still a young team. Their two best players are 25 or younger. That'll make it a little tougher for the Celtics to match Golden State's experience. The Warriors have now made the Finals in six of the last eight years. The Celtics have overcome a lot this year. Boston fought its way out of a sub-500 record embarrassed the preseason title favorites in the Brooklyn Nets in round one, came out on top in back-to-back game sevens this postseason. A trip to the finals is nothing new for the Warriors, but for a team with no finals experience, Boston is as battle-tested as it can get. And when you consider the team's unprecedented hot streak, star power, and defensive versatility, the Celtics' lack of finals experience may not be as big of an issue as people think. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. 
exceptionally common sense. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Hey y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement, your home for bad boy fares, altos, and X-Mark, four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hard-working, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Baird Auto Group is having this Memorial Day sales event going on now. Baird has hundreds of Baird certified pre-owned vehicles ready for delivery. And yes, with every Baird certified pre-owned vehicle, receive a $500 gas card. Baird has Baird certified pre-owned vehicles starting only $349 a month. Baird will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Baird has banks of millions of dollars waiting to loan you. Hurry into one of our Baird locations near you during Memorial Day sales event going on now. You take advantage of the hottest deals of the year and receive a $500 gas card with every Baird certified pre-owned vehicle. Baird invites you to any of our great locations near you in Arkansas, Jonesboro, Paragould, Blyville, West Memphis, in Missouri, Kennett, West Plains, Dexter, and Malden. Or check out our low prices online at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal, get a Baird deal. Because why pay more? See you for details. People are listening to the Ticket Radio Network than ever before. And as we continue to grow, our plan is to keep giving you all the sports talk you've come to love. High school, Red Wolves, Razorbacks, Cardinals. And as we head into summer, we're counting down to football season just like you. Keep listening every weekday to the Front Row with Budrow, 7 to 10. RWRC Radio, 10 to noon. The Workday Red Zone with Carol Ritchie from noon to 2. The Setup from 2 to 3. And The Drive with Brad Bobo from 3 to 6. It's all right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, welcome back here to the Workday Red Zone last Segment of the noon hour, 930-3776 is the number to call best and worst from the weekend. Does not have to be sports. It could be non-sports. Please, no spoilers, though, for those of you that have watched Top Gun or for those of you that have watched uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, I have three episodes to go, and I feel like it's going to get spoiled. <laughs> and I'm not watching it until tomorrow night, so I feel like it's going to get spoiled, and I'm going to be ticked. Please, uh, please, no spoilers. I haven't seen either one, which is, I am... Not a movie person. I think that is kind of well-known at this point in time. So I don't know when, if I will watch Maverick. But I, I do really enjoy Stranger Things. So I do yes. plan on watching that. I just, I thought I was going to watch it over the weekend. I did not. But uh, hopefully this week. I think my plan is just to sit down, knock out an episode a night. That way I'll be good and caught up by this time next week. And we will all be fine. Yeah. I will say it is legit. Like Not that it's like scary, but it is legit creepy this season. And I really like it. 
what is inevitably going to happen. I'll watch a couple episodes tonight. It'll be time to go to bed. My dog will start barking at nothing, and I'll just assume it's Demogorgon in the backyard or something. <laughs> uh, moving on, we said prior to the break that there was college football news kind of, sort of, and what I mean by that is, you know, we've hit the part of the, the season where there is, there's no actual real news ever in terms of, of things that are hugely important because it's, it's June and July. And also, you know, with last year with there being such a huge seismic shift uh, in late July in terms of conference affiliation and huge news, then I'm expecting maybe a slower summer. Um, and I hope I didn't just jinx this all. But in, in terms of, you know, we've had just so many huge things happen in college athletics, like boom, 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 portal NIL uh, league, uh, league realignment. So it, in theory, you know, how many more big things could possibly happen <laughs> This summer, surely we're out of uh, huge, huge uh, adjustments going on in college athletics. But that being said, uh, something to keep an eye on the beginning of this week and stuff that's going on right now are the SEC meetings that are going on in Destin. I guess everybody gets to take a trip to the beach this time of year. That's where the Sun Belt was at last week. But uh, you do kind of wonder, you know, just if there's any kind of a weird vibe going on at the SEC meetings because... Of course, uh, you got the football coaches there. You got some other uh, key SEC personnel there as well. And so that could be, you just kind of wonder what the vibe is in the room with Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher sitting five seats away from each other. Yeah. Saban did say that he regrets uh, singling out schools, but adds that he didn't say anything wrong. Or he said, I didn't say anybody did anything wrong. Sorry, oh. that was a quote. Uh, I do. Somebody actually out there, Pat Smith, actually tweeted out a map of the SEC seating chart, which is kind of interesting. One, so first off, they do it alphabetical by school. So it, it starts with Nick Saban kind of in the corner, and then he sits next to Sam Pittman, because Pittman, of course, is at Arkansas, who sits next to Harson, who, of course, is at Auburn who sits next to Billy Napier, who, of course, is at Florida. And I'm not going to go through the whole list here, but everybody is arranged by <laughs> by, by school. So, so Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher are not only not sitting next to each other, but they're, like, not even in each other's, like, eye line. So they can't sit there and make goofy faces or do staring contests or anything like this at the meetings. Um, I am kind of interested in uh, in the cool corner. You've got, you've got one corner that is Eli Drinkwitz, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. And I'm genuinely wondering if those guys will be paying attention to <laughs> the meeting whatsoever. And that's not necessarily a knock on on Drinker or Lane Kiffin, but did see a comment earlier uh, today from Drinkwitz saying that, uh, quote, I sit next to Mike Leach. Always a great conversation. He's not a low talker like on Seinfeld. He's a loud talker, in quote. Saw another comment from Drink saying that he was always a little bit afraid that Leach was going to get him in trouble. Because <laughs> apparently, I guess Mike Leach is just over there telling like pirate stories. Yeah. While everybody, else... I really thought I would hate Drinkwitz in the SEC, but he's actually turned out to be one of the funnier guys, which I did not expect that. He, I mean, it's still TBD on how long he's going to be at Missouri, right? But he, more often than not, he's got some good quips. 
He, he does. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 anytime Lane Kiffin says something, he responds to it. He's one of the only ones that kind of goes shot for shot with him. So I, I kind of like his, uh, his off the field work, I guess. That's, that's a good way to put it. That is a good way to put it. I think it was uh, his very first SEC media day. I can't remember what his comments were, but they got, uh, there were a lot of good reviews from uh, the SEC fans and from the SEC media about uh, how relaxed drink uh, was at those meetings and just some of the funny quips that he had. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, those guys all in their element during during talking season. Um, different coaches have graced the podium today. The big thing to kind of keep an eye on um, that, that I'm intrigued about is, is what exactly uh, Sankey is angling for at these SEC spring table meetings. Um, because there's been reports... A lot of reports that, a lot actually of reports, that Greg Sankey is still mad at the fact that, you know, he, he had been working behind the scenes on college football playoff expansion for like two years. And then that just got shut down where the earliest we could see college football playoff expansion, if we see it, is 2025. And supposedly he's, he's mad that... That there was all this conversation, all this talk about it. It was so widely accepted in the public. It was really, it got the public excited. And then the committee was just like, ah, no, we're good. So one of the things that they, they have thrown out there is potentially an all-SEC playoff. Um, SEC fans, do you like that? No. Okay. Because to me, this just looks like a participation trophy. The SEC wanting to take its its ball and go home. Yeah. But also, you know, have a tournament with. Why do you want to have some kind of bracket off bracket uh, with with a, a playoff a bracket with teams that weren't good enough to get to the SEC title game? I mean, I, I, I don't really I don't really get that. But again, <laughs> Sankey's still still aggravated. Um, also this week, uh, one of the other big things of, of discussion there is how the SEC is going to figure out its scheduling. Uh, when this league expands, uh, 16 teams are a lot. It's going to be unbalanced. So if the SEC sticks with eight league games, do you have one permanent rival and seven rotating rivals? Do you expand to a nine-game league scheduling format, three and six? Do you do some kind of pods, divisions? What all happens? And uh, and that's going to be interesting. And I, I'm really interested in, in the scheduling as well. Because let's face it, there's a lot of Sunbelt Conference schools that get decent money from SEC teams in terms of guarantee games. If the SEC shrinks the number of non-conference games they have on their schedule, it could take a couple dollars here and there out of some some Sunbelt coffers. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Let's hit pause. It's the end of hour one. Coming up in hour two, we'll touch on some Cardinal baseball, some MLB news. NBA playoffs and we'll catch up with the voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz he'll be in studio with us at 1.30 keep it here with us on the ticket
This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plants and Tower Service. Another trip to the NCAA National Championship track and field meet for A-State's Bennett Pasco. He finished second in his heat and tenth overall in the men's steeplechase at the NCAA West Preliminary Round in Fayetteville over the weekend. The NCAA Championships beginning next Wednesday at Historic Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon. The Cardinals got a big win in the series opener against San Diego on Memorial Day Monday in St. Louis. Paul Goldschmidt extended his hitting streak to 21 straight games with a two-run homer in the seventh as the Cardinals doubled up the Padres 6-3. Andre Palenta got his first major league victory in relief. Nolan Gorman also homered in the victory. Game two of the series this evening at 6:45. pregame 5:50 on 95-9 the Wolf. And the Razorback baseball team in the Stillwater, Oklahoma regional in the NCAA baseball tournament as the number two seed in that regional taking on Grand Canyon University at noon on Friday. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Placid Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Pico Foods and Pocahontas is offering you the chance for a great career as they're looking for CDL drivers. Pico Foods has live haul, feed mill, and truck shop utility CDL driver positions available. Total average pay is between $1,100 and $1,500 per week with great benefits including Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, dental and vision insurance, 401k, plus paid holidays and paid vacation. If you're a CDL driver, don't miss this opportunity to go to work for Pico Foods, an industry-leading supplier that is dedicated to customer satisfaction, competitive cost, and total quality management. Apply online at www.picofoods.com careers. That's www.picofoods.com careers. Or text jobs to 844-802-7326. That's jobs to 844-802-7326. Don't miss this great opportunity to work for this award-winning company. Pico Foods is an equal opportunity employer. It's John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kell Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any state park visitor center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for the drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on the drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for the drive weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We've made it halfway through the day on a Tuesday that feels like a Monday, but I uh, hope you are making it through your workday. Okay, Kara Ritchie and Cade Carlton with you today in studio. We'll be joined in 30 minutes by voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Looking forward to that conversation. Uh, but today's KavanaughCars.com question, sports or non-sports, what's get, what gets your best and worst vote of the weekend? You can weigh in with us on the phone. That question brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Of course, you know they've got all the Kavanaugh inventory there. You can get pre-approved for your purchase there. But uh, one thing that I want to continue to stress to you guys about Kavanaugh is that they will buy your vehicle. And uh, if you've got a vehicle you need to sell, um, sure, you can try a social media marketplace or something like that. But um, (laughs) you could be selling your car to a real human being or you could be selling your car to a bot in China. I don't know. Uh, probably going to be a little bit more secure to go through Kavanaugh in, in that process. But I also want to stress to you that that if you have a vehicle that you're thinking about selling, you need to do that right now. Right now. Um, we've seen record high prices for used cars over the past year or so. But, but slowly but surely, those numbers are starting to come down just a little bit. So a month from now, two months from now, will you be able to get the same same buck? For your, for your car uh, a couple months down the road? I, I don't know. I can't answer that. But I do think it uh, looks like the way prices are, are going, that, that answer might be no. So you need to go ahead and get rid of that car now, and I know Kavanaugh will help you out. You can find out all the information there at KavanaughCars.com. Looking at baseball news, as we've been asking you, our best and worst of the weekend, I almost feel like there's one story that qualifies as, as both. Because every once in a while you get a story from the sports world that's just so wildly entertaining that it's good stuff. But on the other hand, it's not actually good stuff for the people involved. And, and if you miss it over the weekend, there is a fascinating story that, uh, that has occurred between Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson. Yeah. So easily the most absurd story of the MLB season so far. One of the goofier stories in sports so far from the entire 2022 year. But the really, really short description of what happened is that prior to a game Friday between the Reds, which is who Tommy Pham plays for, and the Giants, which is who Jock Peterson plays for, uh, Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson. So that was the the first story. And everybody's like, what in the world is going on? And then details started to slowly but surely come out. So it took about a day for video of this incident to occur. And yes, Tommy Pham sure as heck does straight up slap Peterson. Uh, Pham got pulled from the lineup that night. Uh, Three-game suspension came out the next day. And over the course of the next 
few days over the weekend, you started to see more and more come out about the story. And turns out, this kerfuffle was over fantasy football. I'm not not lying here. A dispute <laughs> over their fantasy football league. This story, again... On the one hand, I've, I've thought for a couple days that maybe Fame and Peterson are trolling us all because this is just so, it's so weird and so Stupid. goofy. But at the same time, like, how do you make up a story this dumb? Because it's really a dumb story. To go back and look at, you know, what transpired here <laughs> with, uh, with this situation. Supposedly... They got into a little bit of a tiff when Peterson, like, put somebody on injured reserve and added another player. And then somebody else in the group chat said he was cheating. And they went back and forth on this. By the way, this was over a year ago. So we're not even talking about the most recent NFL season. We're talking about the season before. And then... Apparently, in that same group chat, Peterson had said something disrespectful about Tommy Pham's team. And then, it's just weird. There was money involved. There was fantasy football involved. There was a uh, text making fun of the Padres involved. I don't even know. It was supposed to be friendly banter. It absolutely was not and fam eventually left the league didn't communicate with anybody or anyone in it until like a year and a half later when he just slapped jock peterson in the face apparently mike moustakis already a part of the league yeah i i don't feel like many people like tommy fam He's a perfect Cincinnati Red, too. I mean, just an absolutely perfect Cincinnati Red. I feel like he is sabotaging his career, and I can't really wrap my head around it. You know, obviously, I I followed Tommy Pham when he played for the Cardinals. And in, I believe, his final year in St. Louis, or either that or his penultimate year in in St. Louis, he had some comments that were kind of critical of, of teammates in the organization. And I liked his comments because while some people took them harshly and took them as, oh, he was taking shots at the Cardinals, this was also, you know, long enough ago that the the Cardinals were not exactly doing a whole lot at that point in time to push for success. And it was really frustrating in the final couple years that he was in St. Louis that it seemed like the team was just okay with being okay. And the team seemed like it was it was going downhill just just a tiny bit, not not significantly, because they're the Cardinals and they got a ton of money and they're always going to be pretty good. But but it was kind of frustrating, and he kind of called out the the organization on that. This was back in 2017, I think, is when this happened. That was also a really good uh, season for Tommy Pham, 2017-2018. He had kind of gotten healthy after having a career plagued with injuries his first few years. He had been on the field a lot. And uh, actually, in 2017, finished 11th in the MVP voting. And I, again, I had no problem with his comments. Um, but 
you can also understand when an organization doesn't take too kindly for a player on its roster kind of calling them out. And so he was traded to the Reds, or excuse me, to the uh, Rays pretty quickly after that. Had a couple good seasons there, then got traded to the Padres, had awful years there. And now he is a Red and statistically not exactly excelling in the Cincinnati outfield. But there's been just several weird stories involving Tommy Pham over the past few years. You know, obviously there's there's this one where he slapped an opposing player due to a fantasy football conversation. There was the situation where, was it a couple years ago where he got shot outside a strip club? Oh, yeah, that did happen. I forgot about that. So you had that happen. There has been uh, some other things that have happened off the field as well. And it just, again, seems like he just... Oh, he didn't get shot. Sorry, he got stabbed. Apologies. Oh, okay. Hmm. But, yeah. Had some interesting comments prior to this season. Talking about goals with the Reds. Saying, quote, I'm playing to get my numbers. There's nothing selfish about that. I don't care about anything else. I got to look out for me. He also challenged Luke Voigt to a fight back in April. I miss that news. I just wonder why he is like self-sabotaging here. Him and Luke Voigt were teammates last year. I don't know. There, there's just no telling. No telling. Uh, <laughs> moving on from that story, um, mostly good weekend for, for the Cardinals. You know, they went 2-2 two and two against the Central Leading Brewers. I uh, started their series against uh, the Padres with a win yesterday. That was 6-3 to three was the final score there. Uh, kind of a bit of a bullpen game from a pitching standpoint. Pilante goes out and gets his, the first one in his career. So that was that was a nice nugget. Um, Helsley had an awful performance. And please know that I, I say that in jest. I mean, uh, Ryan Helsley for Ryan Helsley had an awful performance. And what I mean by that is for the first time this season, he gave up a run. He had made it until May 30th without having an ERA. So now Ryan Helsley's ERA stands at 0.51 after giving up that one run yesterday to San Diego. Um, With uh, as far as the offense, uh, it's been really cool to see Nolan Gorman just uh, step into his role there on this Cardinals team without missing a beat. Uh, he's he's started to uh, hit a couple out over the past few games. His batting average is up to to 387, and he is helping Paul Goldschmidt do some of the heavy lifting now. Because after a red hot start in the month of April, you know Arenado has has cooled off a little bit. Um, neither Cardinals DH has been able to do much. Uh, several of the other Cardinal players are just kind of ho hum, but uh, Tommy Edmond continues to be steady. And now you've got Nolan Gorman batting there in, in the two spot and bringing, bringing uh, some good stuff to that to that offense. And people, you hope that that your best player in the minors is going to be able to do something like that when he gets the opportunity. But it doesn't always work out. You know, some guys, it, it takes them a little bit to completely get adjusted. But uh, Gorman really has not missed a beat since being called up from Memphis. Paul Goldschmidt, meanwhile, is having about one of the best months a human being can have uh he 
I forgot what number his hit streak is up to at this point in time. Should have double-checked. But when you just go through and, and look at his stats, obviously he he has had a phenomenal career. But right now, he's on pace for having possibly his best offensive season. Now, on-pace numbers are always inflated and goofy, and there's still, I mean, June, July, August, and September left of the season. But the numbers are are insane right now. I mean, just overall, a 352 batting average is, is superb. Um, in the month of May during his hit streak, which started back on either May 6th or 7th, he's batting over 440. And then when you look at the other numbers... Right now, his slugging percentage, his on-base plus slugging percentage, those are career highs. And again, there's multiple months left to play in the season, but when you're talking about a guy who is having a career season 12 years into his career, I mean, that's something that you stop and take note of. It is, it is incredible to, to watch him play right now because you, knew he, you know every time he, he steps to play, something cool is about to happen. And uh, I, I just... Need to see this offense give him just a little bit more help. Because unfortunately, the first two months of the season, this this offense has been, you know, kind of a one-man show. In in April, it was Arenado. Now in May, it's it's Goldie. It'd be nice to see a couple guys get, get hot at the same time. And and you hope right now with the Cardinals that that second dude is, is Gorman and maybe, I don't know, through like osmosis or something, that clubhouse, everybody else starts swinging it better. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's maybe, maybe uh, what we'll see. Cardinals and Padres back at it tonight. That game is at 645 on 95.9. The Wolves are our sister station. You can tune in and catch that. 550 is first pitch time. And uh, the uh, battery tonight, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina. So those guys will continue to make history together. And then Blake Snell pitching for... The Padres. He has not had a good season. His ERA is, oh, about six. Yeah, yikes. But, uh, you know, he spent a lot of time already this year on the IL. So he's only pitched nine innings. So he's he's a better pitcher than that. I don't know how much better, but he is certainly better. Capable of, of having much, much better numbers than that. But we'll see if Goldie can stay hot tonight, continue that hitting streak. Of course, there's a lot of talent there in that Padres lineup as well. Still no Fernando Tatis Jr., though, but I think he is. Has he started rehab assignments at this point in time for the Padres? Uh, I don't know. I feel like, uh, hmm, originally, I think it was reports that he could miss three months with his fractured wrist. So I apologize for bringing that up and then, and then not having the answer. Um, you know, baseball is baseball is more fun when you have all of the young talent out there uh, performing. But he'll be back and probably still be pretty, pretty good uh, soon enough, no doubt about it. I'll tell you what, uh, a couple minutes overdue for a break, so we'll hit pause. We'll come back and continue to look around the pro landscape right after this on The Ticket. 
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, Local Tire and Wheel. And in the month of May, don't drive on those May Pop tires. You know those tires that may pop at any time. Because in May, $5 gets you started on all in-stock passenger tires. We're talking new, safe, reliable tires. With peace of mind from Local Tire and Wheel's roadside assistance and road hazard protection programs. Now, it may sound too good to be true, but it's true. $5 gets you started on four brand new tires today. Plus, Local Tire and Wheel now offers six months, same as cash. You get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need longer than six months, that's cool, too. Because Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus, no credit check and everyone approved. Say goodbye to those Maypop tires and get started for only $5 out of pocket today on all in-stock passenger tires. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Crack screen on your phone or tablet? Oh, it's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery all done in 20 minutes cell phone station in the highland shopping center at the corner of red wolf and highland in jonesboro near fuji steakhouse cell phone station home of the 20 minute iphone repair get your iphone back glass fixed now at cell phone station go by for details linux industries 125 years strong in the hvac industry is hiring salaried professionals in our stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility linux's customer demand is at an all-time high and to meet that demand we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com careers. That's linuxinternational.com careers. Or text my cool jobs to 97211. Text my cool jobs to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Here's Juan Hernandez from Central Ford in Truman. Tenemos un mensaje para la comunidad hispana de Jonesboro. ¿Estás cansado de ir a un dealer de autos y no poder recibir el servicio adecuado? Este es Juan Hernandez de Central Ford in Truman. Tengo casi 10 años trabajando en la venta de carros y más de dos en servicio. Estoy preparado para ayudarte a comprar el vehículo lo que necesitas, un vehículo por el que trabajaste duro. Para obtener la mejor oferta posible, llámame al número 870-336-3546 y visita centralfordtruman.com. Every moment counts. As soon as you test positive for COVID-19, talk to your doctor to see what treatment might be right for you. We now have a variety of options. From monoclonal antibodies to lessen symptom severity and prevent hospitalization, 
to oral antivirals to treat mild to moderate cases, but the treatments work best the sooner you begin. For more information, go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. About 10 minutes out from our conversation with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll join us in studio here in just a little bit. But in the meantime, we're asking you for the best and worst of the weekend. Could be sports, could be non-sports. We found out a lot of sports-related answers today and uh, throwing out out a best of here. Even if you are not particularly a Celtics fan, you got to feel pretty good for Al Horford today. Um, Finally. Finally going to get to participate in an NBA final after playing for, what, this is his 15th season in his career. And nobody has played in more playoff games without a finals appearance. hundred. It took him 141 playoff games to finally get to a finals. but uh, But he's there. So, hey, I'm sure he's... Feeling all kinds of better late than never vibes today. He is going to get to play in one. And the Celtics punched their ticket in in dramatic fashion. At least, look, at least that series ended well. Um, that was just such a goofy season uh, series, excuse me, with so many of those early games just being blowouts and, and not being really watchable. Um, Eastern Conference Finals were, were weird, but Game 7 just about made up for it. Uh, the Heat were down 13 with three and a half minutes left and had a furious rally. I think at one point in time there, went on an 11-0 run. And Boston was just barely, barely able to advance with a 100-96 to victory. Um, Jimmy Butler had an opportunity to be the hero, but saying that he is having to live with his missed shot there at the end. Um, he played all 48 minutes in that game. When you miss the final shot, a lot of people are going to question if that was a good thing or not. But that is uh, that is what happened there. Butler's shot was short. Al Horford, who we just mentioned, grabbed the rebound like his life depended on it. And then uh, Marcus Smart was able to hit a couple of free throws at the line to seal the victory in that game. The uh, Eastern Conference Final MVP, Jason Tatum. guess it's pretty appropriate that the newly, you know, it's, it's not, the, you, the, the finals award, uh, or excuse me, the MVP award in the Eastern Conference Final is named after Larry Bird. So I guess it's, it's fitting that the very first time it's awarded, it goes to a Celtic. But now we will twiddle our thumbs for a couple days. And then coming up on Thursday, we will see Boston and Golden State. Uh, Warriors are, what, pretty big favorites, betting favorites? In uh, I don't know if they're bad. I mean, tomorrow I think it's two and a half. So okay. they're a favorite. But I don't know that it's substantial. Okay. 
I do know, you know, back in the preseason, Celtics were not exactly a popular pick to win. But, hey, they're, they're here. Uh, it's the sixth time, though, in the final eight, in the previous eight seasons, that the Warriors are playing for a title. Winners in 15, 17, 18, lost in 16 and 19. It has been a drier spell for Boston. Last title was in 2008, and then uh, last finals appearance was in was in 2010. But uh, the Warriors now three and a half point favorites for that. Or actually, this is probably an older older article than maybe what you just referenced. But 87% of the bets, 90% on the early money was in on the Warriors. The Warriors nine at seven against the spread in the postseason. So I will. Uh, I'll tune in. I, I watched personally very little of the conference finals. Yeah. Partly because, and this is this is the same with any sport across the board. When if I have a team in the playoff field where I have rooting interest and they get knocked out, I usually don't watch whatever the next series is because I need to be in my feels about it because I'm a terrible loser. I'm also. A, Poor winner as well, but that's a topic for a different day. But I, I'm a sore loser. I, I don't want to. I don't want to cheer for the team that just knocked out my team. I don't care what they do. I don't want to watch them. So I, I didn't really watch. You know, the Western Conference Finals and again the Eastern Conference Finals were just weird. They were not competitive until the end. But uh, I'll, I'll get it back together for this conference final, and probably pull more for individual players than necessarily teams I just after the way this playoffs unfolded I I think it's fair to say that I certainly will not be rooting for the Warriors um no I I don't know my interest maybe maybe after Thursday night it'll be higher but right now it's not extremely high because the conference finals were such a dud yeah they were they were again not to be biased but the playoffs were a lot more entertaining when the Grizzlies yeah (laughs) but uh but you know, I there are a couple of storylines that I will kind of cheer for individually. Again, I don't know how you don't get excited for a guy like Al Horford playing in, you know, 15 years in the NBA, finally making it to the finals for the first time, so you hope he has a good series. Additionally, uh, I am always going to be on the Clay Thompson bandwagon. I just I, I love watching him shoot. And then, of course, the incredible comeback that he's had over the past few seasons, uh, I I do remember that night he came back and just how much of a celebration it was across the NBA. You can tell how much he is beloved across the sport by by players, coaches, fans, what have you. And uh, kind of, I know I kind of got it in, in my feels a little bit that very first night he came back from injury, uh, two significant injuries, and was able to get back on the court and play in a game again. So I, I'm hoping that he will have a good playoffs as well. But in terms of rooting interest in Warriors versus Celtics. For me, I might flip a coin prior to the series and yeah, bandwagon it up. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll ask uh, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who he's pulling for when he joins us next. But uh, he's going to do that right here in studio. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
Pico Foods in Pocahontas is offering you the chance for a great career as they're looking for CDL drivers. Pico Foods has live haul, feed mill, and truck shop utility CDL driver positions available. Total average pay is between $1,100 and $1,500 per week with great benefits including Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, dental and vision insurance, 401k, plus paid holidays and paid vacation. If you're a CDL driver, don't miss this opportunity to go to work for Pico Foods, an industry-leading supplier that is dedicated to customer satisfaction, competitive cost, and total quality management. Apply online at www.picofoods.com careers. That's www.picofoods.com careers. Or text JOBS to 844-802-7326. That's JOBS to 844-802-7326. Don't miss this great opportunity to work for this award-winning company. Pico Foods is an equal opportunity employer. Summer is almost here, so why not do something good this year? Make your summer count with short-term classes at East Arkansas Community College. Dedicated to your success, EACC is the wise choice for your busy schedule. Registration is underway now, and Summer One classes begin May 31st. Take advantage of EACC's lower tuition rate. Smaller classes with personal interest from instructors give you more support and a better overall experience at EACC. Check out the course schedule and apply online at eacc.edu. For more information or to register, call 870-633-4480 or the EACC Wind Center at 870-238-4593. Summer One classes begin May 31st. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Behind Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. Jonesboro's Elite Grooming Salon High Standards Grooming now offers cat grooming. Mallory and her team provide exceptional grooming services that you and your pet will love. Whether your dog or cat needs only a bath and nail trim or a full spa day and haircut, High Standards Grooming goes above and beyond to care for your pet. Book with us and experience the High Standards difference today. Find us on Facebook at High Standards Jonesboro. You can give us a call or text 501-547-4613 today for an appointment. If you're a mechanic, or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford in Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, 523-5559. More people are listening to the Ticket Radio Network than ever before. And as we continue to grow, our plan is to keep giving you all the sports talk you've come to love. High school, Red Wolves, Razorbacks, Cardinals. And as we head into summer, we're counting down to football season just like you. Keep listening every weekday to The Front Row with Budrow, 7 to 10. RWRC Radio, 10 to noon. The Workday Red Zone with Carol Ritchie from noon to 2. The Setup from 2 to 3. And The Drive with Brad Bobo from 3 to 6. It's all right here on the Ticket Radio Network. 
giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade still with you in studio, joined now by voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Hello. Ran, ran into him yesterday lugging around some mulch. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, Cade's down on the Riverwalk sipping margaritas all weekend, and you and I are running <laughs> into each other at the Home Depot buying mulch. And that's the world we live in. One I of guess. these weekends was not like the other. <laughs> mulch did not factor into my weekend, no. <laughs> We have uh, we have survived our mulching experience, though. Kate obviously has made it back from the Riverwalk, so I guess all everybody all present accounted for. We'll move on from the weekend. We don't have any good stories. Um, not uh, not a lot going on for A State right now. Of course, the off season and, and everything. So we'll get caught up on the Red Wolves in a moment. But uh, do you want to touch base for a moment on Sunbelt baseball? Yeah. League gets four teams in the conference, including surprise Louisiana, who wins the tournament. Just your your thoughts on what this baseball league looks like right now it was kind of the best case scenario because the cajuns i think were on the outside looking in they really didn't have a great chance of getting in as an at-large although they played like a team that was worthy of an at-large for most of the season but uh, i don't think it surprised anybody that they won the tournament especially after they went to the single elimination format so yeah, good for the Sun Belt to get four teams in, and one of those teams hosting a regional is a really, really big deal. So, yeah, I mean, we we talk about it all season, just how good of a league this is, and, you know, it, it's the top four teams from the Sun Belt to get in, which also happened to be the first four teams that A-State had to play yeah. this year, which certainly did not help uh, as far as their start to conference play, but... You know, uh, we got to see each one of these teams, and they're certainly uh, worthy of being in, number one. And number two, uh, I think any one of these four can make some noise this week at a regional. We've talked a lot about how good Sunbelt baseball is right now. You also have to look forward to to next year. Southern Miss, who joins the league, is hosting an Old Dominionist school that was kind of viewed as one of the first four out. It's it's not not going to get any easier. Yeah, l- looking forward to is, is not something that <laughs> – that's not the way I'd phrase it, but uh, you're right. It, it is a very, very strong baseball league. And, yes, yeah, Southern Miss has been a top-10 team for a good part of the year, so they certainly deserve to host the regional. And uh, they're a team that's, uh, I think, in that conversation as far as teams that, that could possibly get to Omaha. So, yeah, I, I think um, – I think it's just going to get tougher from here on. But at the same time, it's good for our league. And, look, we're seeing it in other sports, yeah. the the improvement and the respect from a national level. But And it's been really fun to see over the last handful of years on the football side. But, look, it's been a good baseball league for a while, but now we're at a level that we haven't been at before. So it's just going to continue to get better with the addition of these new teams coming in. I mean, that does mean that A-State's going to have to step it up a little bit on the diamond, and, and there's no doubt about it. 2022, a, a not good year, but what what does this offseason need to look like for A-State baseball? Well, the, they've 
they've been recruiting extremely hard. And I'll tell you this, Drew Labonte, who was hired as an assistant to replace Rick Guarno about two weeks before the season actually started, has been on the road a ton. I can't remember one of our assistant coaches being on the road, missing as many games in season as what Coach Labonte uh, did this year he he missed a, a whole lot of games because he was out recruiting that's what coach Raffo wanted to do he knows that there's a lot of holes to fill right now and uh, I think that that this team has been uh, busy trying to address those needs for a while now so they know what they have to do to get better and and I fully anticipate them attacking it the best they can and and look it helps that uh, we did have you know, uh, drawings of future innovations come out here in the last couple of months. And, you know, I know we've, we've changed athletic directors since then. But at the same time, I think everybody seems to be on the same page yeah. with this. And going forward, hopefully this this is something that comes sooner rather than, than later as far as the improvements with baseball. And, look, if you're going to compete, you're going to need to do it at some point. Yeah, and it's kind of going to lead into that in, in the sense that, you know, when you look overall at, at Sunbelt Baseball, it's not just that A-State has to step up after a tough season. It kind of has to step it up as a program to match some of the other things going on around the league. So is, I mean, do you feel like that first step should be, you know, sprucing up the tom a little bit? Well, I think, you know, if you talk to Coach Raffo or anybody in that program, they need to to address what they can in the meantime. They know that – uh, they did not perform at the anywhere near the level they expected to this year. So they know what they have to do and control the things they can control in the meantime. And then, you know, you can, you can enhance uh, the program just that much more with the, uh, with the facility improvements. But there's things they can do in the meantime to address the needs that, that need to be addressed. And uh, there's a lot of things they need to do to get better. I, I think that you have a good coaching staff in place, and especially w once you added uh, a pitching coach the caliber of Allen Dunn this past year, we did see improvements on the mound, especially the second half of the year. AD's a guy that that is in place now that the pitchers really like, they really respect. He can help this program get better. And then Drew Lavani already mentioned him. He's somebody that's – uh, respected tremendously as well. I mean, he's a former all-conference player at South Alabama, yeah. but he's looked at as a very good young assistant coach that uh, is uh, really working hard on the recruiting trail right now. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz here with us. Uh, you mentioned as, as soon as you sat down, you've actually got to head somewhere else when you when you leave us, and that's to celebrate this week's podcast guest, Gina Bowman. Yeah, Gina Bowman is having a reception right now over at uh, the administration building, and it's going on until 2.30. And, um, you know, it, it was really neat to sit down and, and do the podcast with her this past week because uh, I don't know if – and my I'll throw myself in here if, – if anybody really appreciated – what she was doing when she was doing it because and brad used the term trailblazer i agree with that because you know we're seeing more and more women in sports than ever before now and, and that's fantastic and uh, especially in sports media i love that but gina bowman was a head football sid 
when nobody else was anywhere in the nation. She was the only one. And, you know, she talked about how Coach Lacewell uh, and, and her relationship was so special and how he was so helpful in, in uh, just her development, you know, in, in her role in sports information at Arkansas State. But she was doing something that nobody else in the country was as a female SID. And there's some stories in there where, you know, she wasn't allowed into one particular press box uh, initially. I mean, we had to get university administration to come in and say, hey, she's she's going to sit in this press box, uh, this all-boys club. But, yeah, there's some good stories that she tells in, in this week's uh, Second to None podcast. But I really, really enjoyed uh, talking with her. I found out some things that that I didn't know before, and she's just she's just a good person, just a genuinely good human being that uh, has been at the university now 46 years, uh, 32 of which she was in sports information. And look, we brag all the time about how great our sports information department is, and they're fantastic. And sometimes they're spread thin when there's three of them. Well, she was the sports information department for everything, with, yeah. with the exception of baseball, for her entire career, and uh, or for most of her career. Then they started adding a little bit uh, to the department later on. But, you know, she uh, she was. I mean, you talk about women in sports and, and kind of paving the way for others. Gina Bowman was that, and she's somebody that went to Arkansas State, has now been working for the university the last 46 years. So I'm glad they're honoring her and we wanted to kind of do it in our own way this week through the podcast and uh, i hope everybody checks that out because uh, we, we had a really really good visit with her you can find that uh well it dropped this morning and it's available wherever you tune in for your podcast so you can uh, catch it uh whatever way works best for you absolutely any hunch on who's going to win the nba finals or do you do you quit oh. paying attention now with the mavs out <laughs> well the mavs are out but <laughs> Yeah, the Mavs had a really good run. I don't think many people expected them in the in the conference finals this year. But uh, two really good, really hot teams right now. I'm just hoping for a, a good series that maybe goes seven games, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Do you want to brag on your guy, Eli White, before you get out of what here? What a catch by Eli White last <laughs> night. The, the Rangers center fielder uh, made a heck of a play. Uh, best catch I've seen this year, so – and the Rangers are playing some really good ball right now. So I think they're one game under 500. I don't think too many people expected that at this point. So they're doing well. I think you did tell us at the beginning of the season that your bold prediction this year for the Rangers was that they would be better than last year. That's That really wasn't that bold. But, but so far, so good, right? Yes, they're, they're playing really, really well. And that's after a 2-9 and nine start, so... Seeing good things. All right. Well, hey, we'll let you we'll let you get out of here and, and go uh, visit with Gina Bowman. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I enjoyed it as always. All right. Hey, we've got one more break to take. We'll do it. Come back and wrap things up on a Tuesday on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. <laughs> 
Now that I have your attention. Plating and Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Plating and Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Plating and Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Plating and Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, where for every $1,000 you put towards a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. And Car Today offers you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. And all Car Today vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. And all month long, for every $1,000 you put as a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or NEACarToday.com. $1,000 is the maximum amount matched. See dealer for details. Just say yes. Take advantage of today's low mortgage rates while you can and lock in your rate now before rates go up. At Arkansas Federal Mortgage, you can lock your low rate for up to 90 days. Get pre-qualified today at AFCU.org. There's no cost to apply, and once approved, they can get your loan closed in less than 30 days. Get started today at AFCU.org. Equal housing lender, NMLS 418494. Visit AFCU.org for credit costs and terms. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com. That's L-O-R-I-E at eabjonesboro.com. And get your future moving in the right direction. Plus, get a $2,000 signing bonus if hired. Become part of the largest media group in the state. Apply today. EAB Jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, this is Christina Ricci with Rain. Join Rain in the fight against sexual violence and volunteer in your community. Log on to rain.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G to learn how you can be the someone. 
Brought to you by Rain and this station. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. So made it and made it back after a long weekend and made it through almost two hours without any monumental screw ups. So not not terrible, not terrible at all. Uh, last call on the phone, so 9303-776, asking you for your best and worst from the weekend. They can be sports or non-sports. Really surprised in terms of the non-sports. More of you didn't call in and rave about Top Gun Maverick because judging from my social media, every person on the planet watched it over the weekend. I mean, I, it did make $150 million plus uh in the box office this weekend, so is that good? Yeah. Okay. That I mean, good. it made back its budget or its reported budget in the opening weekend, so so probably pretty good. Yeah. And when you get reviews like you're getting, you're gonna have an awful lot of people that go out and see it next weekend. There were probably, you know, this weekend a lot of people at the lake or the river or the beach that weren't too keen on making it a priority to get to the movie theater because you wanted to be outside. So I would imagine a lot of people go see it next week. You guys will just have to tell me about it, though. I'm just not a movie buff. I'm working on it. Maybe one of these years I'll watch this movie. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Looking at our best and worst from the weekend, we've thrown out some different options. I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit because this story wasn't from the weekend, but it did happen last week, and I don't think we mentioned it, but it was an awesome story. And uh, if you haven't seen it, there was... A guy that got kind of famous from earlier's uh, PGA Championship. There was a really, really cool photo that came out from the second round of the PGA Championship. Uh, Tiger Woods is teeing off, and you look at the gallery, and it's like 87 dudes, every single last one of them, with their phone held up, camera in hand, recording or taking a shot in the moment, right? And then you kind of look to the left of Tiger Woods and you got a guy there in his blue hat and his polo and his khaki shorts and he is just watching Tiger serenely and holding a Michelob Ultra. Not on his camera, not trying to record the moment, just watching, savoring the moment. Uh, This guy was smart because what did he do? He has that Michelob Ultra can pictured perfectly to where you can exactly see the label on the uh, on the in the picture you know exactly what he's drinking and now this guy aka mark mark is his name is getting his own beer at <laughs> he uh he even has his own merch and he gets his own uh, social media he is now known as the mick ultra guy so i would imagine he's probably got a couple of free cases of beer in his fridge right now he gets his own t-shirt they immortalized him with a uh, a t-shirt and some other stuff and uh, kind of became a, a little bit of a, a social media hero last week no phone no camera just a beer soaking in some tiger woods golf a few feet in front of him kind of like you know how we used to watch every event yeah back a decade ago I, I'm i trying to be less and less of being that person. 
Because I think we all went through we all went through a phase for a little bit where if you went to like any concert or any sporting event, like you had to have your camera out, you had to had to record part of it. I'm trying to scale back from that a little bit. Because one, especially those that look at a concert, nobody wants to watch five straight minutes of a concert on yes. your, on your Instagram story. A quick clip, okay. You do yes. If you're gonna put you know their most popular song on your on your reel or whatever, oh okay. You don't have to sit there and hold up your phone for the entire show. You don't have to sit there and, and hold up your phone for an entire at-bat. Just It's okay to capture the moment, but man, don't be that person that blocks eight rows behind you because you got your phone held up the whole time. I will say, though, if Tiger Woods is hitting a shot right in front of me, I'm videoing it. I don't <laughs> care. So you would not have been the Mick no. Alter guy. No. You would have been a camera guy. I mean, if like I'm if I'm standing to the side and he's in the middle of the fairway, like obviously I'm not going to video that. But if he's standing in front of me, hitting a ball out of the rough, which is what he was doing there, then yes, I'm videoing it. Okay. I'm acting all high and mighty right now, but I'd probably video something like that too. Yeah. The last concert I went to, I was I was in a good place to record, kind of without being that person who was in everybody's way. So I I did. I could just like sit my phone on the armrest and take video yeah i mean i i don't have a problem people posted stuff from concerts i just if it's more than like two songs then i'm just skipping it because i don't care two songs should be the max <laughs> all right that's fair that's uh that's fair unless like unless it's something crazy right like unless it unless it's like a legitimately all-time concert then post how many of our videos but then i mean if you're at aren't there still Aren't there still uh, bands out there that will put out like their own videos and stuff like that? That's going to be yeah. have better probably better video and better sound. But like when I went to see Turnpike Troubadours a couple of months ago, I posted like ten videos, and I have no shame <laughs> of posting those ten videos because it was one of the best concerts I've ever seen, and it was awesome. But for the most part, like it's one or two, and that's that's it. This is definitely. We're gonna we're gonna revisit this conversation like in July during the all star break when there is not a single whisper of a hint of sports news out there. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna revisit the phone versus no phone or small amounts of phone at a concert or major sporting event. We'll we'll circle back around to this conversation because because why not? Not that there's a lot of sports news right now to take precedent over it, but Kind of getting into it late in the game here today on on the ticket. Uh, looking ahead to the rest of the week, imagine Keith Merritt will be here with us in studio tomorrow. Uh, also, hopefully, we can uh, schedule an A-State spotlight for you sometime this week. And then we'll see what else the week brings us. Of course, it is a short week, as we weren't here with you yesterday, so just a uh, big four-day work week. Not enough four-day work weeks in the summer. That's that's my opinion. That's what we should do. Just every week in June and July, just have a four-day work week. Yeah. And then once we get into August, it'll be report season and preseason. But the off-season is just uh, a lot of talking about nonsense. <laughs> I mean, that's the regular season too, but it gets uh, it gets even more more nonsensical. Or will over the next couple of months. So consider yourself warned on that. I don't. I don't know how much heavy hitting content we'll be bringing everybody over June and July, but uh, we'll cross our fingers and try our best 
to uh, have some kind of coherent, decent discussions over the next few months. Try our best. Keywords there. Hey, uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Appreciate Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, swinging by the studio. Keep it here. The setup with Cade and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio is off this week, uh, but we'll be right back here with you tomorrow at noon. So for Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great day. I know you're